Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Praise the Lord, everyone. Today, <clears throat> we are going to be reading from the book of Psalms. Now, the book of Psalms teaches us to utilize it <clears throat> when we're having problems. This is where you go. Okay, we're going to bow our heads very quickly, and then we're going to get into the book of Psalms. Everyone, bow your heads. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we give you the praise and honor and glory. Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for being with us today in this word and guiding us. We ask you, Almighty God, to reveal to us today all things concerning us in this word. Father, those things that we do not understand, help us to understand them, Lord. Place your knowledge and your wisdom within us, Father, so that we may be able to correct our walk and walk righteously before you. Thank you, Almighty God, for this word today. In Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen, everyone. Okay, so I'm going to give you a few statistics here about the book of Psalms. Very carefully, uh, this was written. Uh This book was, uh, this particular book of Psalms was uh, actually made for uh, the purpose of praise and worship and confession to God, okay? Uh, the authors are David. Uh, David wrote 73 of the Psalms. Asfa, Asfa wrote 12. Uh, the sons of Korah, which are the uh, priest, the Levite priest, wrote nine. Solomon wrote two. Uh, 
um, Herman uh, with the sons of Korah, Ethan and Moses each wrote one. And 51 Psalms are anonymous, so they don't know who they're written by. Uh, the New Testament ascribes two of the anonymous uh, Psalms as Psalm 2 and 95, uh, written uh, to David. Uh, you'll find that in Acts 4.25 and Hebrews 4.7. Um this the the psalms itself was written between the time of Moses around uh 1440 BC and the Babylonian captivity of 586 BC the psalms were not intended to be narrated of historical events. However, they often parallel the events in history, such as David's flight from Saul and his sin with Bathsheba. Okay. One of the key verses here is let everything that have breath praise, uh, praise the Lord, praise ye the Lord, which is uh, Psalms 156. And of course, the key person is David. And the key place is God's holy temple. Okay. Um... Most of the Psalms were written by people who were earnestly um, discussing and having conversations with God, um, uh, crying out to him for either help or for relief and comfort, okay? Um, the first book of Psalms is concerning... Um, The five books of Moses, okay? The first collection of Psalms uh, were mainly written by David is similar to the book of Genesis. Uh, just like Genesis tells how mankind was created full of sin and was promised redemption, many of the Psalms discuss uh, humans as blessed, fallen, or redeemed by God, Okay? Um, your themes of the Psalms are praise, God's power, forgiveness, thankful, uh, thankfulness, and trust. Okay, that gives you a little bit of background of the Psalms. Now we're going to get into the Psalms. This is Psalms 1. Uh, as you know, some of these Psalms are actually songs, 
And those are the latter ones. Those are the uh, 107 to, I think, uh, uh, 150. But we'll get into that soon enough. Right now, we're just going to concentrate on the Psalms 1, uh, 1 to 41, okay? Uh, then 41, yeah. Uh, then the Psalms change. And when we get to that point, I'll discuss that with you. Okay, let's get into Psalms 1. Now, Psalms 1 uh, is the two roads of life either the faithful person or the non-faithful person, okay? So, without further ado, let's start. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stands in the way of sinners. Now, what exactly are we talking about here? Well... A man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked is somebody who does not associate with people that he knows is not doing right. He knows they are wrong, okay? Uh, he's not going to get involved in anything that they're doing. He's wise he realizes who they are and what they're about. And he politely, if allowed, if not allowed, he can be abrupt about it, uh, will refuse anything from them or have much to do with them. If you're on a job and you see that there's a person that is really wicked. Now, come on. Let's let's be real. We know wicked people. We know when someone is not in right standing. Are you going to have a conversation with them? Are you going home to party with them? Are you going to go to lunch with them? Are you going to take sides with them? If a question is asked and they don't give a proper answer or they lie, or they're cheating on your job, or cheating at your church, or wherever you be, are you going to involve yourself with them? No. Or sit in the seat of the mockers. You run someone all the time, and they're always poking fun and creating a stir about different situations or different people. They have nothing good to say. They're always sneering and mocking people. Are you going to be around them? No. No, absolutely not. He says, or sit in the seat of the markers. No, absolutely not. I'm not going to have anything to do with you. In fact, I might even have a talk with you. In a nice way, if God leads me, I might even try to um, persuade you to pick up the word. Okay, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. Okay, if your eyes set, your mind set, your heart set on the Lord, then you're going in the right direction. Okay, 
No one can tell you anything other because you delight in the laws of the Lord. You know what's right. You walk in it your best you can. And if you have families, you try to bring your families up the same way. And on his law, he meditates day and night. Do you not sit and think about the things that you should do beforehand? so that you are doing them properly and you know whether they're just or right? Do you carry it before the Lord to see that they are right? That's what it means. He is like a tree planted by a stream of water, which yields its fruit in season. You see? This person, they're They're walking and planning their life accordingly to the way the Lord wants them to. So, they are draining from the living waters. And in time, they will receive. For what you plant will come forth a harvest. And whose leaf does not wither, no matter what happens, you will not falter. You will be victorious. Whatever he does prospers, see? Because you're walking rightly, you have planned properly, you are before God, making sure that what you're doing is right. Not so the wicked. They are like chaffed. What happens when things come down on the wicked? They they think they got it all going on. They smart. They think they know everything. They got power. They got money. They're flying here and there. They got cars and houses and all is well. Well, when something happens... They fall apart. They don't know how to handle it. They start screaming and complaining and pointing fingers and telling people it's your fault, not mine. And all hell breaks out on them and they lose everything. Like chaff. You throw chaff in the air and the wind takes it away. And this is what happens to them. Everything that they have, the wind comes and takes it away. See, they are like chaff that the wind blows away. See? Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment. When it comes time to be judged by the Lord, they can't stand because they haven't done anything righteous before the Lord. They will fall down. They will try everything they can, but they will not succeed. Nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. There'll be no sinners in the assembly of the righteous. (laughs) The Lord will not have that. They will be put out if any is found. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous. You see, the Lord is constantly with you, watching you if you're walking righteously. 
but the way of the wicked will perish. Again, those that are doing wickedly be here one day and gone the next. All that they have accomplished will go. You ever see someone who's rich and they die and they leave behind their wealth and then their kids come along, their wives, and they take that money and that wealth and they literally spend it up. They're not wise with it because they're not taught. They're not taught about righteousness. They're only taught about money. And so they turn around and they do the same thing that their parents did. Their whole life is about making that money, getting that money, spending that money, living lavish lives. Okay. Now we're going to move on to Psalms 2. Uh, Psalms 2 is uh, God's ultimate rule. rule. A psalm written to celebrate the coronation of the Israelite king. But it was also written for the coronation of Christ, the eternal king. Okay. Uh, This is concerning Acts 4.25. uh, The attributes this psalm to David. And we know that David was kind of uh, like Christ Jesus. And that's why his line was chosen for Christ to come out of. Uh, Why do the nations conspire? Yes, that's a big question. Why do they conspire? And the people plot in vain. Okay, we got that going on right now across the net, across the seas uh, with uh, Russia and the Ukraine. Great example. Plotting and deceiving one another. Lying to the people. And the people lying to the people. The king of the earth take their stand And the rulers gathered together against the Lord. Well, absolutely. God has been standing with this world for centuries. And what does man do? He turns his back on God. He doesn't even acknowledge him. People today rudder his name. Oh, God, God, yes, I'm a Christian. I'm blah, blah, blah. But do they really mean that? Do they really stand for God? Do they really believe everything that they're reading and hearing? Are they hearing from God? And the rulers gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Again, anyone who is anointed by God. You heard what I said. Anyone anointed by God runs up against this. 
uh, I have gone to different church organizations, uh, different functions, and I don't tell people who I am. I know who I am. It's already been disclosed to me by my father. But when I get there, I get these looks and stares, talking behind my back in front of my face. I've had people try to make an example, uh, try to put you on the spot, try to discredit you. So these are the things they're talking about here. Let us break their chains, they say, and throw off their feathers. Yeah, they do things like what I just said. Uh, They try to embarrass you, try to belittle you. And so these are the things. Uh, The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Of course he does. Because the Lord is the one that's in my life and in the lives of the anointed ones. And the Lord is the one that's dictating to us what to do and what to say. And we are his windows. He sees everything through us. And when you do the things you do, it has nothing to do with us. It's about you. God is trying to bring something to your attention. Not to mine, I already know. And I'm just being used as a tool or a vessel. And it's not for me to make a comment unless he tells me to make one. Or to do anything unless he tells me to do something. So you're you're wasting your time. (laughs) Then he rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath. Absolutely. I've seen it time and time again. Later on, I'll go back and those same places, same people, is going through havoc and hell. And I might be called back and told to go there, or I might be just visiting to see how things are going, and the Lord will point out to me, look, you see this? You see this? You see this? This is why when you were here last, they ignored what I said. They didn't do what I told them. See? Um, Then he rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king on Zion and my holy hill. Yes, he has placed his son in position. Okay. I will proclaim the decree of the Lord. He said to me, you are my son today. I have become your father. Now, when you are anointed by God, You are a son or daughter of the Lord. Ask of me, and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. 
Wherever you ask of me, if you're walking righteously before me in my eyesight, you are my daughter, you are my son, you're my servant, you are my anointed one, okay? You ask of me and I will give to you. Therefore, your king, be wise, be warned, you rulers of the earth, okay? He's telling them, all of you out there that's got all this going on, you think that you're so powerful. You think that you own the world. You think you can say and do whatever you want, and the people are like puppets, you know, to be used any kind of way you want to use them. Not so. Here's his warning. Therefore, you kings, be be warned. Your rulers of the earth serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Serve me and rejoice. Fear me. Okay? Because if you don't, mm, something is waiting, waiting for you. And it will befall you when you least expect it. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and you be destroyed in your way. See? For his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Blessed are all those who take refuge in in the Lord, who place all that they have, place their belief, their family, their children, everything, place it in the Lord's hands. Okay, we're going to now move on to Psalms 3. Peace. Uh, this is Psalms 3, and it's confidentially uh, trusting God for protection and peace, okay? Put your trust in the Lord. Okay. Oh, Lord, how many are my foes? This is a question. How many are there, Lord? There seem to be so many of them. They're all over the place. Every time I turn around, I think, you know, that one is gone now. Here's another one. What's happening here? How many rise up against me? Look like every one of them is rising up against you. The telephone bill comes in. The house bill comes in. The car bill is coming in. The children are sick. Uh, the mortgage is due, right? The school wants me to pay out money for whatever, okay? I got to pay for the church bill, right? Now I'm sick. You see, all these things are rising up against me. Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. Yes, there's always somebody that will say, ah, Come on now, do you believe in that mess? You better work hard. You better try and handle your situation. Why don't you go to so-and-so and borrow some money? Try to get some extra money from the bank. 
put yourself in more debt, basically. But you are a shield around me, O Lord. Now, this is a faithful person that knows I'm turning to the Lord. I need help. I can't do this by myself. It's too much. You bestow glory on me and lift up my head. You comfort me when I come to you. You let me know that it's going to be okay. You got me. And I'm holding on to that trust. I believe you, Lord. The, uh, to the Lord I cry aloud, and he answers me from his holy hill. See? I lie down and sleep. I awake again because the Lord sustains me. Yeah, I, t I lay down and sleep. I take a rest, a rest that I probably wasn't getting before until I took it to God, okay? Now I can rest a little easier. I will not fear the ten, the ten of thousands drawn up against me on every side. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go crazy because all these things is coming in and all this stuff is happening. I am going to be calm and take things as they come and allow the Lord to deliver these things to deliver uh to deliver me from these things and to help me get through them. And I'm going to have peace of mind and peace of heart while I'm doing it. Arise, O Lord, deliver me, O my God. Strike all my enemies on the jaw. Remove them all from me, Father, everything. All these things have come against me. The sickness that has come upon my house. The bills that have overtaken and overshadowed everything that swamped the joy from my home. Remove it, Lord. The bad news that has come about my health, about a family member, about my finances. Remove these things, Lord. Okay? For the Lord comes, from the Lord comes deliverance. And may your blessings be on your people. You see? When you trust and believe in the Lord and stand with him, regardless of all the things that's going on, regardless of how bad it is, keep praying, keep praising him. Praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him. And your blessings will come through the Lord. Okay? All right. Uh... We're going to go on now to Psalms uh, 4. Psalms 4 is about rejoicing in the protection of God's uh, peace. Uh, we can place our confidence in God because he will listen and he will always listen when we call, when we call on him, okay? 
So, Psalms 4, verse 1. Answer me when I call you, O my righteous God. Hear me, O Lord, for I have so many problems right now. I need you. I need you. I need you. This is when you're praying and worshiping to God earnestly from your heart. This is what it is. Give me relief from my distress. You're calling out. You're pleading unto God. Sometimes uh, you're in tears. Be merciful to me and hear my prayer. Okay? How long, O oh man, will you turn my glory into shame? Oh, how will you love delusion and seek false gods? Okay? Here. The Lord's telling you, stay with me. Don't go anywhere else. Don't think about nothing else. Don't put anything before me. Otherwise, I can't help you. If you're putting something before him, remove it. Know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. Of course, all righteous things belong to the Lord. The Lord will hear when I call him. If I'm righteous before God, I'm walking with him. Then will he not hear me? Did he not hear David? Did he not hear Solomon? Did he not hear Isaiah, Jeremiah? Did he not hear Abraham and Moses? Of course he did. In your anger, do not sin when you are on your beds. Okay? Don't get angry with the Lord and start cursing and swearing and uh, saying things that you know uh, is not proper before the Lord, accusing the Lord. <laughs> A lot of people do this, okay? Search your hearts and be silent. Yes. Go within yourself and be truthful. Search for what you think might be the problem. And if you're not sure, go before the Lord and ask him, have I done something to cause this? Have Is there something I'm not doing that's right? Okay? Offer right sacrifices and trust in the Lord. Yes, repent. If it's something you think that you did or something you think caused it, Repent. Ask the Lord for forgiveness and trust in him. Many are asking, who can show us any good? And let the light of your face shine upon us, O Lord. Exactly. No one else is going to help you. This is an impossible thing. You can't help yourself. Are you going to go to somebody else who... Who knows even less about the situation? It has nothing to do with them. It has to do with you and God. So your help comes from the Lord. You have filled my heart with great joy. Then when the grain and new wine abound. Now that the Lord, you have approached the Lord and spoken to him about it. The Lord gives you rest and peace and joy. He lifts you up, even though you nothing has happened yet. 
but something has ha- happened to you to make the change, to get the change going. Your whole disposition has changed. You're not crying anymore. You're seeing clearly. You're hearing what the Lord has to say. You're open now. You can see the path that you need to take. I will lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Yes. Okay, the situation hasn't changed physically yet. And it hasn't been manifested physically yet. But you know it's going to. And you feel more comfortable. You feel safe in the Lord that these things are going to come about. And now that you have set yourself in that position, that's exactly what will happen. Okay, now moving on to Psalms 5, and then we're going to stop. Uh, Psalms 5. Uh, this psalm was written by David. Okay, Uh, it's the lies of enemies, and God is able to defend us uh, from the lies spoken against us, okay? Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider what I'm saying here, Father. Consider my sighing. See, I am very upset. Listen to my cry for help my King and my God, for for to you I pray, okay? I'm coming to you because I, I got a really bad problem here, okay, right? We all do this, hopefully. In the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait in expectation Clearly, everyone, hear what he's saying, okay? In the morning, he takes his request to the Lord. In the morning, okay? He doesn't wait till later in the evening. He hasn't, he hasn't, um, he hasn't time for that. He's got to talk to the Lord first thing in the morning. You are not a God who takes pleasure in evil. With you, the wicked cannot dwell. We know this. Nothing evil can, 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 can stand before the Lord. Why? Because the power of the Lord will burn it out. Literally, it'll go up in flames. The arrogance cannot stand in your presence. You hate all who do wrong. Absolutely. You destroy those who tell lies. Bloodthirsty and deceitful men, the Lord abhors. And this is a warning here. This is a warning to all these people out here who are killing, murdering, destroying, lying, uh, sacrificing doing things, running around, 
shooting people, hanging people, okay? Because you don't like somebody because of their skin color or their religion or who they hang out with or something they said. This is for you. This is what the Lord is saying to you, okay? Hear what he's saying. The arrogant cannot stand in your presence. You hate all who do wrong. You destroy those who tell lies. Bloodthirsty and deceitful men. The Lord abhors. Guess what? This, this includes countries, presidents, kings, queens, head of states, senators, congressmen. No one is left out of this. If you're running around here, whether out in the open or secretly doing these things, you are on alert, high alert, in the Lord's eyes and ears, in his sight, and in the sight of his angels. Okay? But I, by your great mercy, will come into your house. In reverence will I bow down towards your holy temple. At any time, anywhere, I will come before you and bow down. And I will pray and ask for your mercy. This is what the children of God must do should do, okay? Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make straight your way before me. Show me, Lord, how to walk righteously before you, how to get around these people who want to hurt me, who keep changing the laws to suit themselves, to suit their pockets because they have money and power and prestige, but care nothing about the little man, the poor man, the will, the widows, the sickly. Okay? Not a word from their mouth can be trusted. Their heart is filled with destruction. Their throats is an open grave. With their tongues, they speak deceit. Everything out their mouths pulls them closer to the grave, pulls them closer to hell. Satan is waiting on them. Declare them guilty, O God, and let their and let their intrigues uh, be their downfall. Banish them from their many sins. Take them away. Kill them. Cause problems for them. For they have rebelled against you. What happens when you rebel against God? Oh, well, 
if you're a child of the Lord, you know, uh, you get a spanking. That's what we call it, a spanking. You start having problems. You start going through things. But if you're not a child of the Lord, oh boy. Yeah, you really go through some stuff. And you don't think it's anything because, oh, you know, it's just uh, the stock market. You know how it fluctuates. Oh, you know, I made a poo-foo with the financial situation and I just got to get back on track. Oh, I got to get an advisor because the one I have is not doing well. They got all kinds of excuses, worldly excuses, because they don't believe in God. So when these things happen, they don't see them the way the people of God see them. They don't know how to react, and they don't know where to take their problem. But let all who take refuge in you be glad, and let them ever sing for joy. Amen. Amen. Because we know what to do. Spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may rejoice in you. Absolutely. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. For surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous. Yes, he does. You surround them from every angle. He will surround you with your favor as with a shield, with protection all the time. You hear people say, oh, uh," you hear a lot of Christian people talk about, oh, I just just, uh, missed that by an inch. I'll give you a good example. One day I was traveling, for those of you who live in New York, know what I'm talking about. I was traveling down the LIE, one of the worst highways during uh, during uh, rush hour. And I was actually on my way into work. And I was coming from far out. I was living at that time on Long Island. For those of you who live out in Long Island, you know what I mean. Uh, I was coming out from the Riverhead area, which is way out there. Um, And I was on the highway. I was not far out from Riverhead. I think I was maybe 20 minutes and it was a cold day, and there was black ice on the road. And I was driving, and I noticed down in the intervene, there was a police cars, and there was a whole bunch of cars. And I'm looking over at them, and all of a sudden, my car starts sliding And I see the car in front of me come off the road and go down in the ravine. And the police that's in the ravine start running and moving the people that was crowded around down there. There's a good 20 or 30 cars down there already. And they went running because this car took off the road and started going down in the ravine. 
And, you know, slow motion, you're seeing this going on. The car in front of you is going off. And you're like, what is going on? And all of a sudden, I hit the black ice. And my car started swerving just like the car did in front of me. I called out, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And you know, my car zigzagged out of the black ice, cleared me out, and I just drove straight on. Meantime, I'm looking in my mirror because I'm like, what happened? And I see the car behind me skid and go off the road and go down in the ravine. That's a fine example of what I'm talking about. God will cover you. He will shield you. He will protect you. If you believe. I leave you with this question today. Do you believe? Are you a true believer? Okay, everyone, this is Minister Macmillan saying God bless and good night.